Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Welcome to Brain Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com, where smart happens. Hi, I'm Marshall Brain with today's question. Why are the waves on the west coast of the United States bigger and better than the waves on the east coast of the United States? Some of the best surfing spots in the world are located along the United States' west coast and in Hawaii, and the reason is simple. It's the waves. But why are the waves on the west coast bigger than those on the east coast? There are three primary factors that determine a wave's height. First, the prevailing winds. Second, the continental shelf. And third, something called the ocean fetch. Wind plays a big factor in wave height. The important thing to remember about waves is that the water isn't moving. The energy from the wind is moving through the water. On the west coast, the prevailing winds are behind the waves, which increases the wave's energy. On the east coast, the prevailing winds tend to blow against the incoming waves, decreasing the wave's energy. 
So obviously, this alone is going to tend to make West Coast waves bigger and better. Then there's the continental shelf. On each coast of the United States, there is a continental shelf. To understand the continental shelf, let's imagine that the ocean dried up. The land under the water looks a bit like the Grand Canyon, with cliffs and valleys, plateaus and ridges. On the west coast, if you walked out onto the continental shelf, you would notice that the shelf, the area between the beach and where the drop-off begins, is narrower. This means that you have less sand to walk on before the ocean's floor drops off steeply like a cliff. On the east coast, the shelf is much broader. There's more sand to walk on as the shelf drops gradually, like a really long ramp that you might see at an airport parking lot or something like that. As the wave moves inland, it hits the upward slope of the continental shelf on the east coast. The friction causes the water to slow down, so the wave gradually collapses on itself. On the west coast, the shelf rises suddenly near the coast, so the waves are much larger when they crash into the coastline. The water, and thus the wave, hasn't been slowed down by the extended friction of the ramp of the east coast shelf. Then there's this fetch thing. The Pacific Ocean on the west coast has a greater expanse than the Atlantic Ocean on the east coast. This means that the fetch or the distance over which the wind blows is greater on the west coast than on the east coast. In this case, you can think of a wave as a snowball. The farther you roll your snowball along in the snow, the bigger it gets. West coast waves tend to start way, way out in the Pacific Ocean, so they have a greater distance to travel before they hit the shore, more time to grow in size and length. Dr. Ernie Knowles, who's an associate professor of oceanography at NC State University, can help us put all this together. He says, the steep shelf on the west coast would cause a more abrupt buildup of the shoaling wave, so waves would be steeper when they break. But the much longer fetch in the Pacific Ocean allows the waves to receive more wind energy, and so they grow larger. The swell arriving on the west coast has periods in the range of 10 to 17 seconds. Those are quite long waves, while the east coast swell is more like 6 to 10 seconds. What this all means is that if you're looking for good, consistent waves, you need to be on the west coast. Or on the east coast, you can wait for a good hurricane to come along and really juice things up. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. 
Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.